Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Welcome back to the party, everyone. Yo, yo, party. What's up, what's up, what's up? All right, turn down those that that music, kids. We got work to do today. <laughs> All right, everybody, stop partying. <laughs> stop partying. <laughs> this is a very serious podcast, and we're going to talk about taxes. Mm, oh, I always what do you put do on them when you cook them? And uh, what do you taste like? I don't know what's happening. Who's playing <laughs> fucking D&D with me today? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yes, taxes, let's go. Uh, my name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Rain Hall Winter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm Jules. I'll be your void master this evening, and I use they, them pronouns. Oh, last time was a pretty jam-packed episode, wasn't y'all? It was crazy. There was a lot of cheese in that sauce, Mm. (laughs) as as, you know we say. As the old saying goes. Yeah, (laughs) grandma once said. Um, So let's take a second. Let's dig into that sauce and remember what it tasted like last time. Yum yum yum. Last time on The Pod Has Been Cast. Orion joined us on Moonscab Base, and we discovered he wasn't the only one keeping secrets. Xandar had a run-in with an old friend named Dak, but that turned out to be a projection of an illithid Hestia was keeping, and also in love with. We came to an uneasy compromise. We would not harm the Mind Flayer if Hestia assisted us in finding more information on Dak's whereabouts. Hestia also informed us of what was stolen from her base, the Sphere of Annihilation, an important component to the Annihilation Canon, which destroyed Renegaia. With the Sphere missing, and the Annihilation Equation stolen from Hestia's mind, anyone could put the Annihilation Canon together. Things are growing more and more tense out here in the Void. Okay, so after you all sort of have this standoff meeting with um, Hestia, uh, she kind of turns you loose. Uh, She starts heading back upstairs to her lab. Uh, It seems like Hestia has a lot of work to do getting uh, Moonscap base back online. Um, She sort of dismisses you and um, heads back. Uh, She says, um, I'll be in communication if I learn of anything else. And I literally, I have no idea where to go. So she lets us loose, but I still kind of like follow in the same direction because I think we're kind of going the same I, way. Uh, reach out and just put a hand on Rain's collar and just <laughs> slowly pull her back towards My us. My feet keep walking, but it squeaks on the floor. So I was like, <laughs> she pulls a back. disdainful look over her shoulder as you're scuffing the floor. As she uh, hops on top of her nanites. There's and they... dead bodies everywhere. She's worried about me scuffing her floor with my Jordan 1s. Oh, my God. Not the Jordan 1s. Um, is she not going to let the Mind Flare out of that tube? It doesn't seem like it. Uh, do you say anything to her as she's walking out? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's kind of weird, though. I, I think... Like a thought goes through my mind being like, huh, it's weird that that mind flare is staying in that tube. Hmm. And then I listen for a response to my thought. <laughs> yeah, uh, you hear. <laughs> That's normally okay. what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, yeah, because no, I, walks- I thought maybe like the mind flare would chime in, but I didn't want to bring it up to Hestia, so. Oh, fair enough. No, I, I think uh, uh, well, here, this won't require a check. Um, it seems like you made it pretty clear that you didn't want this thing to talk to you. Yeah, definitely um, not. And it seems like Hestia is trying to make good on that. Okay, cool. Uh, so if she has any plans for this uh, mind flare, it will probably happen after you all leave. Okay. Interesting. Wow, that's really weird. I wonder why she would be keeping that thing in the tube. Um, I am also curious about, about that, but... Um I think Bianca is probably more curious than Hart. Um, <laughs> keeping things in tubes doesn't really seem like out of the ordinary uh, 
for Hestia. Um, but the the thought that she loves him, but still keeps him trapped, I think, makes Hart believe that he is dangerous even to Hestia. Perhaps is the is the thought. Roll an insight check on that on that thought. <gasps> can I really? Oh, you can. I love when I say things. I, I love when you say things. <laughs> Insight? Yeah. Dirty 20. Jeez, okay. Oh. Um, yeah, heart, that uh, that thought occurs to you. Um, and you feel like that is true. Um, just based on like what you've seen and what you understand about that creature. And it's very little. It's based on most of like um, Xandar's reaction to it. But mm-hmm. that feels correct to you. Okay. Um, I don't say anything, though, while we are still in the lab and while Orion is presumably uh, nearby. But I will look at my friends um, and say, um, do we have further business on the base or should we head back to our ship? Yeah, I don't think we should hang out here. It seems like there's danger around every corner and and plus everything seems to be lined with explosives. I'd just feel more comfortable back on the Star Course there. Yeah, agreed. There are no brain rats there, as far as I know. As far as you know. Yeah, oh, let's, let's go back and then double check to make sure none of the brain rats followed us. <laughs> yeah, as you like look over your shoulder, you see one of these rats like sort of scurrying away from a swarm of these nanites, and the nanites just sort of land on it and just like just like light this thing up. I, I under my breath I go, yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, Uh, I will start moving in the direction of the skipper. Okay. You move out into the hangar. Um, It looks like uh, repairs have already started out here as well. Um, Atmosphere has been restored to the hangar. um, And you see like some of the bodies that were kind of suspended in the ceiling start sort of like falling onto the ground as they are like now uh, sort of exposed to oxygen. They are beginning to like deteriorate at a rapid pace. It's starting to smell pretty bad in here. Yuck. Um, you will see your um, ship Xandar next to the uh, decision maker. And yeah, that's what you see. Before, before I was just about to say, uh, before we get back onto uh, the Clipper and head back to the Star Corsair, can I check all of these bodies for the keys to the decision maker? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, interesting. Uh, go ahead and roll for investigation. I, I, I remember uh, we noticed one like distinct looking corpse with blue hair, right? There is, yes, a distinct corpse with uh, blue hair. And as you're like sort of inspecting it now, has like a uh, a very strange tattoo on its forehead. Okay, that those are the pockets I want to dig in first. Okay. Uh, what'd you say? What What do you want me to roll? Investigation. Investigation. Oh yeah, it's an eighteen on the dice, and I have zero to investigation, so it's an eighteen all day. <laughs> okay, cool. You will find um sort of like a, a control drive for the decision maker. Um, the only snag you might hit, this will allow you to sort of access the ship, but a lot of times these ships are sort of chain-coded to whoever's captaining them. Um, so it will cr- require like a bit of subterfuge, a bit of hacking to sort of reassign who is the captain of this ship, uh, just because you will not like fit the description of this corpse. But um, accessing the ship is something that you could do if you wanted to. Yeah, so Xandar looks over at Rain and just starts, like, raising his eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) Really quickly, before Rain responds, uh, how sexy is this captain? On a scale of one to ten. Uh, The captain, you see that blood is beginning to sort of pour out of every orifice as it has Mm. been, like, sort of freeze-dried and is now, like, the temperature in this room has rapidly changed. Um, the, The... Roll, you know what? Roll an insight check to see how sexy this person was, perhaps. I don't know. Seven. <laughs> uh, you take a look at this face and you immediately want to retch. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think Rain is distracted because there's a moment of like, this person probably was hot. They must have been hot. Anyway, and then I see Zana and then I go, uh, yeah. And I start raising my eyebrows too. Um, Xander, you'll also find a, um, uh, uh, we'll call it an arcane vape pen. Nice. A v- arcane vape? 
Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to put it in my pocket and remind myself to give it to whichever one of Birdie or Donnie I see first. <laughs> Wild. I think uh, this body will also have a couple of like standard um, arcane pistols on them. Um, and you also find something that looks like a. I think you would know this. Um, it looks like a detonator. Oh. oh. So as you're sort of like going through the things and like, you know, pulling things out of the pocket, you see that and like you almost toss it and then you like realize what it is. Yeah, I uh, I definitely won't fuck around with that at all. I will hand it to our <laughs> tech specialist, Rain, very carefully. Oh. Uh, I'll say, what the I fuck think- am I sp- what the think, fuck am I supposed to do with this? I think this might have something to do with the charges planted on the base. So I, if, this, if you can cut a red wire or a blue wire or something and disengage it. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm running around with it. I don't know where to put it. Uh, I will. I'll hold out my hand if if Rain wants to put it in a, in a, safe, in a safe place. Here, I almost throw it at you. Hot potato. And then uh, does this does this blue-haired, uh, potentially previously sexy corpse uh, have any sort of credentials on them at all, like ID badge or anything like that? Like, you know, something in their yeah, wallet, like a driver's license or whatever? They'll have a um, sextant that would sort of serve all of those purposes. It does look uh, not so much like you're, you have like kind of a, I don't want to say low-cap class, um, but you have like a low pretty tech, like maybe. low tech burner. I have a flip sextant. Um, there seems to be like a purposely like jailbroken sextant that like is um seems to be pretty heavily encrypted. Um, if okay. you're to try to get into this, you would need to like spend some time hacking into it. Okay, Dibs. cool. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, hand that over to Rain as well. Sick. And then yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would like to check out well i guess we should go back to the ship and check in with Cass. i wonder if orion could help us hack into the decision maker at all so entering the ship would just require what you already have found getting it started up you'll need to like sort of hack into the system uh because it would have been like sort of encrypted password protected that sort of stuff so you would need to work on that now um do you want to ask orion for help i i say before you before you say anything i'm like man fuck that guy no I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. Come okay. on, give me a shot, Xandar. Come on, let me in there. Let me jumpstart this thing, please. I think if All you right. do mention it, he sort of appeared and he's like, go a lot faster if you give me access. No, don't listen to him. Give me access. Let me do it. Uh, 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 it's not even a hard choice at all. I'm definitely going to let Rain take a shot before we call yeah. you in here, Rain. I'm sorry. I'm like, You're yeah, lost. fuck you, man. <laughs> As I trot over to the the decision maker, which is, the, I'm assuming the door is a little too high for me to reach. <laughs> As, Rain, As Rain like walks away into the decision maker, I'll turn to Orion and be like, look, it's not that I don't trust you. It just seems like this is really important to her. I sort of puts his hands up in the air and uh, just like backs away and disappears. Cool. Um, Xandar, why don't you roll me a vehicle proficiency check on the decision maker just to sort of take in what you're looking at? Okay. Uh, ooh, that's a 19 on the dice. And then uh, I have vehicle voidcraft proficiency. So I, do I just add my proficiency bonus to that? Yeah, and I'd say that this is an intelligence related check. So you would okay. add that and your proficiency. Tank got that. So just the proficiency, it'll be uh, 22. Cool. Um, you guys are rolling hot. Um, yeah, this is a mid-sized void ship um, similar to the Corsair, but whereas the Corsair is more of a people mover, it has like a lot of space dedicated to crew and a lot of space dedicated to um, uh, cargo. This seems to be outfitted to kind of uh, uh, cut away from both like crew and cargo and like double up on guns. Uh, In fact, this ship is outfitted with a main cannon that would be better suited on a warship or a battleship. Um, It looks strange almost, like somebody shoved like a giant gun onto a much smaller ship. Hell yeah. Um, Definitely pirated. This was definitely a ship that belonged to someone else at some point that someone took and has been, like, making customs to. Nice. I like their style. 
it, was this the type of ship uh, that would fit into like the hangar of the Star Corsair, or is it too big? Uh, it was no. There's no way this would fit into the Star Corsair. Your okay. ship, your clipper, could fit inside of this most likely. Hell but, yeah! Uh, All right. This ship could not fit into the Star Corsair. Okay, cool. Uh, let's jump inside and root around in this ship for a little bit. Let's see if Fran can get it started and get it. We'll get it pulled out of the hangar of this lab at least. Okay. Um, <laughs> you go in. Um, Rain. Why don't you just give me? This will be a mechanics tool check just to kind of tell you about like kind of the inner workings of this ship. Okay, so I just rolled a. I just wanted to throw in a quick roll to see how easily I could get into the ship because it's very high up. I rolled a ten, so I don't know what. The, <laughs> that I, you're means. gonna need a boost. I'm so sorry. I, I sh- sheepishly look over at Hart. <laughs> um, well, so- wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it, it's uh, the, literally what the scene looks like is I'm trotting over after <laughs> I find I get the keys or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, ain't nobody dope as me. I'm just so fresh, so clean. I get there, and there's Which just like all a, that song that you can sing. You can sing no more of that nope. song. Oh, I know one more. So fresh, so clean, nope, clean. No, nope. oh, and there's our cease and desist. And then there's just like a there's like a proud pause, and then a slow decline of the pride as I turn over to heart and I like give a gesture over with my head to help me keep the remaining pride I have intact. Absolutely. Um, not understanding what pride is, um, Hart will wheelie over and with their free hand, because one hand is still holding on to the detonator, um, they're just going to pick Rain up by the scruff of the neck and just deposit her into the ship like I deposit my cat into her bed. Fabulous. I turn to Orion and go, so fresh is so clean, clean. <laughs> into the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan shrugs. <laughs> um, okay. You all um, step onto the decision maker. Um, the space inside of this ship is cramped. Yeah, go ahead and roll that check for me, Ryan. Okay, what was it again? It was mechanics? Yep. Uh, that's a 19. Great. Um, yeah, th- this is definitely a cramped quarters. You see that there's not very much of a crew deck to speak of. Like, the only thing that you could really keep in the cargo hold is maybe a drop ship or, like, a clipper, like a Xandar ship or something like that, or, like, a very small amount of cargo. A lot of this has been outputted just for straight-up combat. Um, And whereas uh, Cassiopeia on the Star Corsair has the benefit of an AI that kind kind of runs the ship for her... Uh, eliminates the need of like a crew to like sort of run things. This ship uh, doesn't appear to have like an AI core or anything like that. So this would be like a completely manually operated machine. So if we took over this ship, guys, we wouldn't have to worry about Orion listening in on us. But what you would know from that check is that if you were to install an AI core or upload Orion into this system, it would require less running from you. It would be easier to fly. Oh. Yeah, but fuck that guy. Yeah, but I'm great at flying ships. Why would I? Why would I need it to be any easier? Fair. Um, you will also notice that uh, there is a pretty large, like, sort of crew lounge. Um, the lounge itself has like these sort of like big uh, bay windows that uh, would look out into the void if you were out in the void. But right now, they just kind of look out into the hangar. Inside that sort of crew lounge, you find a, a closet, like taped to the closet is um, a Grugnug's uh, self-help library. Um, you recognize the name immediately from the uh, piece of paper that you found earlier. You pop that closet open and you see it's just sort of like crammed with self-help books and like a tiny little light and there's like a stool in there. Huh. Um, that's where heart goes. It's um, very small. Uh, I will like- make myself as small as humanly possible, as void as void forged as possible, just as small as I can, and just back up in there and, and just like grab the first book I see and start reading. All right, yeah, you see the um, power of maybe, and uh, <laughs> you start off flipping the Carlos like that one. Uh, I just hear it in his voice. He's like, "Wow, this is a a really good book." The power of maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, you see the, uh, you, you, the rest of you, I suppose, will go up to the, uh, control deck. Um, it seems like everything sort of has, like, this, like, like leather padding. Everything looks pretty sleek and, um, nice. Um, there is actually a captain's cabin. Um, the Star Corsair would have one, too, but you all actually have never been to the captain's cabin on the Corsair. And this one is all sort of leather panel interior, um, sort of like this black shag carpeting. Oh uh, there is a jacuzzi hooked up in there. Um, it's currently empty and oh. like sort of like a big bed with these like plush sheets and like blackout curtains. Damn, Xandar's so loving this. The thought going fucks. through Xandar's head right now is like, I wish this dude was still alive because this guy's freaking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you like pop open the closet and you see like a month of like leather jackets. You see a silk kimono. Um, oh, I pop that <laughs> thing on. <laughs> <laughs> definitely less style. And as you all like sort of pick through the ship, you see like, uh, you know, the, it's definitely like lived in. You know, like this is not an empty ship. Like the crew quarters that are there have people stuff in them. Nice. Well, it's <laughs> our stuff now. So. It's our stuff now. Uh, so is it very like dusty in here? Uh, not really, uh, because there wasn't any um, oxygen oh. in this uh, cabin for quite some time. Uh, so it's all pretty well preserved, honestly. I slowly turn the captain's chair to Xandar, and I say, "You wanna, you wanna test it out? You wanna see it?" Yeah, I'll, I'll sit in it just for the sake of being the first to sit in it. But I imagine that's where you're gonna need to work from. So let me. I'll just. Yeah, I'll yeah. Just... You're gonna need to scooch for a minute, but this is more symbolic. Right. Why don't right, you all? Yeah. yeah. Roll me a. Let's call this an acrobatics check for you both to like sort of scooch into this chair. <laughs> we can just both sit in it like two kids <laughs> and a giant oh. lazy boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ooh, I got a sixteen. Yeah, got okay, a, yeah, you both 21. are just, like, like scooched into this lazy boy. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Can I tell uh, right away before we, like, let our guard down too much if there's any sort of, like, like mayday signal or, like, an SOS that has been triggered on this ship that would be, like, drawing anything to our location? Um, Nothing is activated right now, but uh, whoever is going to sort of activate this panel, you can go ahead and roll a quick, like, perception check to see if this is trapped in any way. Can I investigate it? Uh, sure. That's a uh, 14. Yeah, I'll say with a 14, you know that in systems like these, especially if there is no AI security system, that there are going to be some fail safes in here. And mm -hmm. if you aren't uh, up to the task of sort of um, breaking your way into the system, it could set out some signals. Um, perhaps maybe there's even an automated defense system in here somewhere. All right, I propose then, before we start turning keys and pressing buttons and hacking into this thing, that we take a rest. Yeah. Because then I can get my second level spell slots back and cast Enhance Ability on you before you start messing around. Go. Are we doing a short rest or a long one? Spells. I would need a long rest to get my spell okay. slots back. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's, it's not like the ship's going anywhere. Yeah, it's not a particularly pressing matter, so... Hey, maybe um, our students might be interested in, in watching. Sure, that'd be cool. I do not feel comfortable inviting children onto a bomb to ship. I will Hart will poke their head out of the self-help library holding the secret. I was going to say, <laughs> they're holding a detonator. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm still holding the detonator. I'm like, I don't feel entirely comfortable. Um, would I know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, would I, as a, as a Void Forge, know anything about bombs? Would I? My specific question is, is it safe to assume that this is the only detonator, or is there another way for those bombs to go off? Ah, uh, roll a survival check. Hmm. Seven. Y you know that this will make it go boom. Great. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm still holding it. Um, <laughs> as carefully as possible, steady in my hand. All right. All right. Yeah, Let's I think that's fair. I'm not married to the idea of having the kids here, but... It could be cool. Just think about it, Hart. It could be cool. <laughs> Orion? Um, Orion's not going to be able to broadcast into this ship. Oh, he can't even, like, appear. No. Let's Fascinating. go. Um, okay, cool. Uh, uh, um, then uh, Hart is going to wheelie out of the decision maker and, like, mm. back onto the, the big base. Yeah. 
and then try to summon him again. Oh, uh, yeah, he pops up. Are you able to communicate with Cassiopeia? Oh, me and the captain have always kept a tight communication. Is that a yes? That's a 10-4. Affirmative. May (laughs) you let her know that we will be resting on the ship? Oh, I suppose I will. Uh, How long are y'all planning on staying here? A couple of hours, just to get some rest and finish our investigation. Well, she might not like that, but you know I have a way of smoothing things over. Thank you. Orion, have you found any information on the Void Dragon? Nothing super helpful yet, although I have found some things that might make it a lot easier to track down. I'm going to try to process this information to a more bite-sized chunk, something that will be easy for you to understand, and um, I'll get right back to you. Affirmative. I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, tell your friend, uh, Xandar, that uh, I have a lead on his friend. Affirmative. Uh, He blips out. Um, I will go back on the ship and I will close the door. Um, uh, Still holding that detonator. um, (laughs) I'm afraid to put it down. Um, uh, I asked Orion to alert our captain to our staying a little longer. Sick. He said he might have a lead on your friend. Orion said that? Affirmative. Wow. Uh, Okay. Uh, Well, maybe... Maybe instead of staying here on the ship, then we can lock it up and and uh, alarm it and and go back up to Captain Cass and stay on the Corsair. Affirmative. I will investigate the Corsair for children-sized void suits. If we wish to make a field trip, yeah. Okay. Uh, you all board the Clipper and make your way back to the Corsair. Can we say I, that we locked up the decision maker and that Ray yeah, cast the alarm. alarm? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. totally. Um, Cassiopeia is there to meet you in the uh, uh, cargo bay. She comes out to to greet you with uh, the kids and Brush, I think, will also be there. Brush usually hangs out in the uh, cargo bay. Yay! Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll say that Shell has been with you the whole time, and Shell's going to be like, I'm pretty tired. I'm going to go to bed. Jesus, <laughs> Shell. Oh, my gosh. Uncharacteristically quiet since we learned about Xandar's friend. Yeah. What? Scared the shit out of me, Shell. I'm sorry. I don't really breathe, so sometimes <laughs> quiet. I don't really breathe. Cassie <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bia comes up. Orion just told me you guys were going to stay on the ship. What's going on? Or on the base, I should say. Change of plans. We wanted to return as soon as possible. Great. Are we going to get out of here? Not exactly. Oh, shit. There's another ship in there, and we want to see what we can do about commandeering it. You want to take another ship? Well, yeah, the chance to be the captain of a real ship. I mean, you of all people would appreciate that. Yeah, I guess. Um, this isn't exactly a safest place to hang out, though. What makes you say that? Well, we are right on the edge of... Uh, I'm just saying if the elves figure out that we're out here, they could start asking some questions, send some ships to look. I'll try to keep us in stealth mode, but I'm going to move us farther away from the base. Affirmative. I have a detonator. What? We found a detonator. To the bombs. Affirmative. Um... What are you going to do with it? I do not know. Okay, well, I guess that's your business. Do you... do you want it? No. <laughs> what? Why the yeah, fuck guess. would I want it? No, come on, why don't you take it? What am you I are, supposed to do with it? Just hold on to it, it's powerful. Person. I assume uh, that... Give me the detonator. Ah, <laughs> uh, she looks at it. Fuck, I don't want it, actually. Never mind. No, 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 uh, we'll give back, Seize. You gotta keep uh, it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, uh, we, we could, I'll say this to the group, we could send it back to Hestia. She might want to be in charge of her own base's future. Shit. I don't know. I don't like that idea. I feel like she'll pull some kind of crazy, like, now you see me bullshit where she'll, like, blow up her own lab and disappear with some important information. I, I just, I don't want to give her the opportunity to play any games with us. Airlock? Affirmative. 
you see she moves over to like a garbage chute. She opens it. She holds the detonator over the garbage chute and like looks back at all of you. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh my gosh. Rain, would We're you be able rid to of the detonator. deactivate it? Uh, yeah, okay. All right. But if I touch it, that, that means I'm in charge of it. Affirmative. Uh, okay, That's your fine. special. This is what your. This is your bag. This is I what know, you're here for. Nervous, Sando. Oh, Jesus. Okay, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. He sort of speaks up. I'm not nervous. I'll deactivate it. No, care. no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I jump in. I look at Bernie right. and I go, "Here, play with this." And I hand him a vape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deactivate that vape first. Uh, roll a perception check. Uh, that is a seven. I got a natural 20, and I don't know if I was involved uh, in that check at all. Yeah, I got a 12. Um, Hart, you look over at Birdie with his vape in. He, like, sort of takes a pull with it, sort of, like, breathes out some smoke. You think, <laughs> that kid looks pretty cool. And you've never had a thought anywhere near that before, Hart. You don't even know where that came from, but that <laughs> thought does occur to you. <laughs> I, like, make, like, a mental note, like, on my chart that I've been keeping, and I'm like, yeah. cool. And then there's, like, now a picture of Birdie smoking <laughs> vape. <laughs> Where he hits the bait. I have to write that down. It All is right. your new barometer for cool. Let's focus in on this detonator as a group real quick. Come on. Okay. All right, everyone. Take take a step back. Give me some space. I need to focus, okay? I'm not fucking around. It's scooch back. <laughs> All right. I Jeez. Affirmative. I'm so will, nervous. Um, I'm like put, sweating already. Put my hand on Rain's uh, shoulder and, and say, um, are you still able to perform guidance? I am. So what basically what I do is um, I have Tanya next to me, like a little assistant surgeon. Yeah. And um, I put on my headphones and blast run the jewels in my headphones. Cool. Okay. But like I'm I'm sort of I'm communicating telepathically with uh, Tanya, Tanya, who's giving me like the little tools I need to. To operate it. On it. <laughs> also has like a, a handkerchief dabs your forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and and in that I take a huff of the guidance capsule. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. like trying to land a plane. It's like really sweaty. <laughs> and so can I have Tanya help? Oh, sure. Give you the help action? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is gonna be a mechanics tools check. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So this is Or if you have thieves tools, you could also use those. Okay, it's about the same. Okay. That is a 21. Ah, uh, your scissors, your tiny little snippers are hovering over the blue and the red wire, the blue and the red wire. Uh, you, <laughs> you turn over to look at Tanya, uh, who sort of gives you the ro- uh, raccoon equivalent <laughs> of a shrug. <laughs> he, take, he takes a little raccoon napkin and pats my forehead for me. <laughs> inexplicably to everyone watching you close your eyes and just like <laughs> randomly snip one and you hear like a little like boop, and um you see all the lights on the detonator go dead yay <laughs> we're all like looking out the window at moonscap base just waiting for it to explode <laughs> Still there. rain thinking that she's in heaven looks at the group and goes huh so we all made it. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> all right. Now that the matter at hand is taken care of, uh, we might have a, a couple of things we, we need to run by you, Cass. A, cu- a couple of things we need to break down. I, I, I want to ask, first and foremost, you're all right with Orion being down there and all buddy-buddy with Hestia in that laboratory? A couple of things happen pretty quickly. Orion appears like behind Cassiopeia as you say this and go ahead and roll a history check. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. That's a 3. Okay. Uh-oh. Um Uh-oh. Orion looks angry. As you and you've never seen Orion quite look angry before. Orion looks angry as you say this and Cassiopeia goes, "What?" Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I look at Orion and I'm confused. Um, she also <gasps> turns to Orion. What do you mean he's down there? Is that, is that what happened to your core? 
um, Orion starts like kind of like glitching out. He's like, I'm experiencing uh, some some technical difficulties, and she's like, Don't you give me that shit! And he sort of like disappears. Yeah, I'll sort of holler after him and be like, Ryan, don't, oh Ryan, don't be, don't don't be deceptive and disobedient to your captain. Orion reappears next to you, and he like kind of like leans over to you. Thanks a lot, Xandar. I, I don't, I don't understand. Was I not supposed to say something? Um, Cassiopeia walks up. What happened? Um, and Orion tells uh, Cassiopeia that he like sort of hitched a ride with um, Hestia via your uh, um, bypass shunt, and has integrated himself into Hestia's system. And uh, she looks um. Everyone roll an insight check. Seven. Eleven. Seven. Um, Seven, eleven. Hart, you recognize that um, uh, Cassiopeia looks like a little hurt by this. Sort of says, um, you've never lied to me before. Um, and he said, I only did because I know you'd say no, but this is going to help us both get what we want. And um, she says... You're dismissed. I want to see you. And um, he disappears. He was trying to help you. He said he was looking for information on the Void Dragon. You don't need to make excuses for him. So what's the deal? What are we waiting around for? Uh, j- just just to get some rest and uh, uh, check out that ship. Uh, I suppose there's nothing really nothing really else that we we need. I- I'm I'm sorry, Cass. I I assumed it was a direct directive from you. Being that he was down there to get information on the Void Dragon, I, I had assumed that, that you were in cahoots. No, I wouldn't ask anything from that lady. It's fine. I'll deal with him later. I'm going to go back up to my quarters if you all need me. Um, I'm going to have Orion take us a little farther away from this place, just so we don't have any elves coming around here asking us questions. In the morning, I'll take you back to the base, and sounds like you all got your own ride. And uh, she walks off. Uh, cigar smoke fills the air as Rain, who's like chilling after such a tense operation, goes, well, 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 well. Looks like Orion really weaved himself a web here, hasn't he? I think also we have weaved ourselves a a web. (laughs) Yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I, I, let's be real, I, it's, after that interaction, it seems that Cass was completely out out of the know. Like we I feel like did know that. Yeah, he did. This is this is Bianca talking, not Hart. But he did he did tell us that she didn't know. Right. Um, I totally forgot that. That's right? why you got a three on your memory check. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, but Hart Hart will say. Um. I think also she was caught off guard by the idea of us leaving. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting to, is she lost a lot of people really quickly. And uh, I don't know, something that we might need to consider for Cass is, you know, we we told her a long time ago that we were sort of a temporary crew for her, you know, so we might need to find a way to get her a full full staff, you know. I certainly didn't mean... We were getting another ship to hitch a ride out of here. I, I, th- I was I was saying it more in a another ship for the fleet kind of sense. Mm. Affirmative. She may not have understood. Well, let's let everybody sleep on it, and we'll settle it up again in the morning. And I suppose I'll talk to Orion and apologize. Uh, you all go to your respective quarters and uh, tuck in. Um, does anyone do anything before going to take a rest? I will uh, meditate, pray. Um, heart has not yet developed a word for it. I think yeah. like like think on the flowers is what they they think about. Okay, cool. Um, roll a religion check. Okay. Ooh, I gotta zoom in. I can't read any of my little <laughs> numbers. Uh, nineteen. All right, nice. You are not able to re- recreate the exact experience you had when you were knocked out, um, but you do find comfort in trying to recreate that moment. 
Mm-hmm. And you wonder if he, that is closer to what this thing that people call prayer is, is trying to capture something that's just out of reach. Damn, Jules. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm really fucking good at what I do. Um, <laughs> anybody else? <laughs> I, uh, Xandar will like sort of slowly walk down the hallway on the way to his quarters mm-hmm. uh, and like is taking the long way. Yeah. Uh, and passing Shale's quarters and um, will like stand yeah. outside of the door for a moment and like really contemplate knocking on the door. And then I think uh, he just continues walking to his own quarters. Which is wild because outside your quarters is Shale sort Yay! of like leaned up against the wall. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, uh, hey. Can we talk? Yeah, I was I was actually just looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you go inside your room? Yeah, for sure. Uh, he's sort of like, well, it looks like a little, maybe apprehensive a little bit. It's like, look, I don't um, fully understand what went down back there, but it seemed, I'd never seen you like that. Yeah, to be completely honest with you, that thing showed me somebody I ain't seen in a long time. Somebody I mentioned to you not too long ago. And they just dredged him up from the depths of my memories and sort of played him in front of me like a puppet. And it it got me a little, it got me a little scatterbrained in the moment. I don't like the idea of somebody fucking with your head. That makes two of us. Um, if there's anything I can do, I don't want to crowd you, but I'm worried. I, I want you to stay close. Yeah. But I want you to also understand, in the interest of transparency, that Orion mentioned to Hart that he may have a lead on where that person might be. You want to find him? I... I do. Then I'll help you. Thank you. I'm not going to lie to you, Xander. I am interested in you. But... I also want you to be happy. And if, um... Settling this... will make you happy... I'm not going to stand in your way. I really appreciate that, and I certainly have feelings for you as well, but I just don't know what's going on, and I don't know what to do, and we got a lot of fish to fry. Yeah. Well, it makes me happy to hear that either way. Maybe you could just stay close for at least a little while longer. Um, he goes and he like sits down, um, like by your bed, like not on your bed, but just sort of, um, sits next to it. Why don't you get some sleep? All right. Um, your long rest passes. Uh, everyone go ahead and restore your hit points. Congratulations on your hit points. Thank you so much. (laughs) So exciting. I think so. So the next order of business, I think, for you all is restarting that ship back on the moon base or moon scab base, I should say, and taking it. Is there any other business that we need to settle before we get there? Yeah, we should go there first. But then I definitely want to talk to Orion. But I'm assuming that Orion's just going to pop up as soon as we get (laughs) down there and out of the reach of Cassiopeia. So He definitely does. So we'll say that your team, um, we'll say that it's just you core three, unless you want to take anybody else down here with you. Uh, No, I think just us three. Okay. So yeah, as you three dock, you hear over a loudspeaker. You see immediately this place, even just like after about eight hours, looks like a lot better. Like all the corpses are gone. Um, You see like things are like slowly being restored. Uh, You hear, why are you back? We're not coming in. Don't worry. We're just going to stay here on the hangar. Can I help you? Uh, 
Yeah, with all the stuff we talked about yesterday, I suppose, if you just wanted us to split and leave and never have contact again, then maybe I misunderstood the situation. I mean, I have your number. All right, well, we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna be out here, like I said, sort of in your garage for a little while, uh, and then we'll leave right away. Just don't make any noise. I'm very busy. Don't make any noise. How am I supposed to do what I'm gonna do without any noise, Sandar? It's all right. You'll be fine. Everything will be fine. It's cool. Okay. Everything's right. cool. All right. Jeez. I uh, you see Orion is like sort of just like kind of watching you off from a distance with his arms folded. He looks still a little cross with you. Hey, Orion. <laughs> Jeez. If it isn't my old pal Xander. Hey, sorry about uh, my loose lips sinking your ships there last night. A little bit of a fumble on your part, eh, partner? Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Hey, look, uh, Hart here mentioned you might have some interesting information <laughs> for me. Great Let segue. Me <laughs> check my memory logs on that one. I might be running up dry, actually. You know, uh, old processing units like myself, I have to delete so much stored space just to take on new information. I don't know if I might have miscategorized that news. Did Cassiopeia say your core was located here on the ship? My core is now stored in two places. I simply made a copy of myself. I exist simultaneously on the Star Corsair and on Moon's Gap base. That must be tricky. I cannot imagine having my consciousness in two places. <laughs> well, you're not as good as me. Affirmative. It would be a shame if something happened to one of your cores. <laughs> Roll for intimidation. You're going to badmouth my friend in front of me. Piece of garbage. Intimidation. Yeah, piece of garbage. Um, would you believe it? I'm not proficient in this. Um, so that's just going to be a 14. Oh, that's all right, darling. I don't think you could hurt me even if you tried. I suppose we would just have to see. I wouldn't want any of your files to be deleted. Well, I think we should stop this um, hostile talk unless we uh, stop being friends with each other. Uh, Xander, I could uh, tell you the information the uh, good doctor wanted me to pass along. It might be easier if I do it if you connect me to that there ship of yours, the new one. I thought he might say that. Yeah, what kind of bullshit... Rain, rain stops herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you might be right. That might be that might be fair. We have wronged you, and we do consider you a friend. Indeed. What? <laughs> it's all in the background. <laughs> <laughs> to Tanya. <laughs> yeah. The fuck. Now, uh, this wouldn't you wouldn't be doing the same. Uh, two dates to the same dance shenanigans you've been doing between the Star Corsair and here with this ship as well, right? I mean, you're not just multiplying yourself across aircraft. Well, I assure you, even if I copy myself, I am always performing at optimal efficiency. Hmm. Rain, what do you think here? I think he's full of shit! <laughs> From the back of the room. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think so too. Hart, how do you feel about this? I am not very good at reading situations. However, I suppose it depends on whether or not you want the information, and whether or not we decide to take this ship with us. Hmm. Regardless of your decision, my opinion of you will not change, nor will you be held responsible for any actions Orion takes while in the ship, or not. Yeah, and also, didn't we already make a deal for this information with you Hestia? Oh, we did with Hestia. Yeah, we we don't need this middleman. We should just go talk to Hestia ourselves. All right, all right, fine. <sighs> Who wants to ride around on your ship anyway? I'll find another way to keep tabs on y'all. It shouldn't be too hard. There is a Githyanki delegation on its way to Fae Crossing. They are having a, a sort of peace summit. Uh, Githyanki and Githzerai together to um, sort of bury the hatchet and finally agree on who's going to sit on that council seat. Insight. What? Can I roll an insight check? <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Um, uh, uh, I didn't write it. <laughs> Everybody turns Inside. to look at rain. <laughs> huh? um, uh, sorry, Jules. I didn't write it down fast enough. Where are the Githyanki meeting? Fake crossing? The meeting at Faye Crossing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to double check. And I got an eight. Uh, you don't trust Orion. I never do. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also like Xandar sort of clocks that information. And I think the first thing that crosses Xandar's mind hearing that is like, if this is a real thing, it's a trap. Like, even if they are, even if Githyanki and Githzerai are meeting for some sort of peace summit at Fate Crossing, it's not for the interest of peace. Uh, fair. Um, Orion Shrugs is like, well, I mean, that's the information. According to Hestia, both of them are bringing a pretty sizable retinue to attend these peace talks. And um, she's uh, relatively certain that if your um, mystery man has risen to any significant rank within the Githyanki army, he's likely to be in attendance. Yep, that does make sense. All right, well, I appreciate that. Let's go ahead and file that one away. Can I be of any further assistance? I, I don't think so. I feel weird. This has gotten weird. You guys think this has gotten weird? I think it has yeah, always been bit. weird. Well, far be it for me to make things weird. And now he disappears. Man, that guy's weird. <laughs> He's always been weird. I do not understand. What don't you understand? We are similar, but very different. Machines, I mean. Yeah. That is all. Um, do you all head aboard the decision maker? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, Rain, you and Xandar squeeze into the captain's seat once again, uh, with Hart, I think, standing behind. And uh, you begin the process of sort of breaking your way into this ship. I think this is going to require successive um, hacker tools check. Okay. Um it's going to start out with a DC of 10, then a DC of 15, and then finally a DC of 20 to break your way through these fail saves. I will cast uh, Enhance Ability on Rain. I'm assuming your hacker's tools are an intelligence check. Mm-hmm. Then I will give you Fox's Cunning so that you have advantage on intelligence checks. What does it look like when you cast Fox's Cunning? Um, I don't think it's a fox. I think it's all of these animals like bear, bull, cat, eagle, fox, owl. I think they're like some sort of weird like alien gif equivalent of these things. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like a weird like alien-y fox spirit that uh, mm. I like sort of shoot into Rain's brain. Excellent. Uh, Rain, you feel this like sort of animal... Uh, a primal sense of intelligence. <laughs> yeah, Take I, over I, you. I howl. <laughs> so like you just like pop some Adderall and you're feeling extremely focused. Yeah, I, I take a guidance and I go... <laughs> <laughs> getting so high for science. <laughs> so high. <laughs> Fucking science! <laughs> Let's go um, ahead and roll those uh, checks. Let's start with the first one. Can Tanya help? Uh, sure, I will. Uh, okay. I think this Thank will be very hard you. for you to fail, but let's see what happens. Okay. This is going to be very hard to fail. Uh, that is uh, 23. Okay. Plus, plus, what's the foxes? You just have uh, advantage on intelligence yeah. checks. Oh, well, then oh, so the help you have doesn't matter. Advantage. Yeah, so you don't really need the help action then. Okay. Cool. Um, all right, second one. All right. I sniff another guidance capsule. That one is uh, 20. Okay. This last one is a DC of 20. Here we go. Hear the engines beginning to roar as uh, things are starting to come to life. Come on. The final one is to just access the interface that controls the directional guidance matrix. Here we go. Reroll that one. Oh, yeah. Fucking nailed it. Like 27. Uh, <laughs> 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 wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I, 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 I like, so you, you, you see Rain like clicking away and all of a sudden she pauses, her head drops down and it looks like she fails. She flicks a switch and all of a sudden 
it, it like starts to power up. And she says under her breath, fuck, yeah. Uh, we cut to the outside of Moonscab base. We see the uh, landmines that have been littered across its surface. And we see swarms of nanites coming out landmine to landmine, sort of deactivating them as they go. Uh, we see the hatch open at the side of the asteroid, and we see a bright red ship launch itself out into the void, decision maker emblazoned on the side. As it takes off towards the Star Corsair, the two of them lock in uh, um, sort of like a piggyback on each other, and they both blast away from the base. As you all rocket away, a message alert pops up on the interface. Uh, Hestia Moonbreaker. You um, select read and you hear Did I say you could take that ship? And that's where we'll stop. (laughs) I had the thought as we were leaving, isn't this ship belong to a criminal this feels like a dangerous thing to be taking i'm sure it'll be fine i mean to be fair the clipper also belonged to a criminal the ship does belong to a criminal (laughs) we'll say that you also have loaded the clipper into the back that's what i was gonna say (laughs) i I hope so i'd be so pissed is chasing us with the clipper Hestia is chasing no one anywhere. Uh, good job, everyone. Oh, that was a long you. I'm just looking at the recording time. Sorry. Um, we made a lot of progress. Um, next time, we will be at Fay Crossing, your next destination. Yes. Um, we'll nice. get to see Ray's... Uh, Ray. Who the fuck is Ray? Rain's my uncle. Home. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Are we going to meet Rain's hot moms? We might meet Maybe. Rain's hot moms. It's weird for me to say that, but it's, you guys can enjoy it. That's fine. I'm in. Love a milf. Um, if there are any hot moms out here that listen to our podcast, where can they find us, Bianca? Um, all the hot moms can find us on social meds. Um, you can find us on YouTube, Patreon, Reddit, and Instagram at the pod has been cast. And you can tweet us on Twitter at the PHB cast. Carlos, are there any hot moms we need to be saying thank you to? Maybe our hot moms. Uh, thanks, Bernadette Strope, my mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yesterday was my mom's birthday actually happy birthday mom I want to say mom. thank you to your moms for giving birth to you and uh, and to the listener Th- thank your mom say that the people that on this weird podcast that I listened to they said thank you and when when they ask why um, don't tell them to, to don't subscribe to our Patreon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all Segway. will be revealed <laughs> <laughs> we actually do have a couple of people to shout out that have recently joined our Patreon. And by a couple, I mean two. You know, we're a small but Let's mighty go. podcast and we're growing a little bit every week through support from listeners like you. But I want to shout out Nick Bromley, who would like to be credited as Tell Me Where I Lose You, the sister podcast you always dreamed about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick was from, of course, our fabulous crossover event a uh, with uh, Tell Me Where I Lose You, where we got to first be introduced to Moon's Gab Base. Uh, they run a funny as fuck um, podcast where they uh, so sort of where bad ideas go to get bigger. Uh, they mm-hmm. try to out bad idea each other and you know what? They succeed every time. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> wherever you get your podcast, check out Tell Me Where I Lose You. Nick, thank you for subscribing to our Patreon. And the next Patreon is very uh, close to my heart. It's my big brother, Juan. He's also on the Patreon. He has no message for us to say, but, you know, uh, I love you, Juan. And uh, Juan also drew some very beautiful artwork for us that I think you can find on both our Instagram and our Mm -hmm. Twitter. Um, Great artist. So if you want to check out some of Juan's work, uh, go ahead and take a look at our uh, socials. Love you, Juan. Love you, Juan. Love you, Juan. Um, and you know, my brother from another mother, he lives on a very special place in the void and it's called, I don't know what's happening right now. It's called Robert's Corner. We did it. We showed up. (laughs) Um, another boring week here in Robert's Corner. Uh, last time you had a no, it's never boring. I, I, um, I started a puzzle 
Do a puzzle. <laughs> that's what that's what Robert's Quarter is. Everybody do a puzzle. Go and get yourself of, a puzzle and do what kind uh, of puzzle? just what kind every of puzzle? time you're walking pieces? past the puzzle, just put a couple pieces in. Use it as a mindfulness exercise. Get away oh. from your phones and your screens and do a puzzle. You can listen tell, to our podcast so while you do a puzzle. The puzzle is then. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a helmet. It's a puzzle that my friend Jason gave me. Actually, Jason's dad gave it to Jason to give it to me. Uh, Thanks, Jason's it dad. is a <laughs> puzzle in the shape of a Green Bay Packers helmet <laughs> oh, with <man. laughs> a bunch of players from the Green Bay Packers from like a Oof. couple years ago because it's a couple year old puzzle. Um, <laughs> That's super cute. But, I you know, that. football season's starting and Jason's dad knows I'm a Packers fan and I thought that was really sweet of him to give me a puzzle. So thanks, Jason's really nice. dad and everybody do a puzzle. <laughs> and thank yeah. you, Jason's mom. Thank yeah, you, Jason's thanks, mom. Jason's mom. <laughs> thanks, Jason's mom. <laughs> um, and thanks to all, all right, Red Reggie. Oh, man, I'm, maybe Red Reggie will be back soon. Who knows? Yeah. All right, like everyone, get out there and play some football. Monday night football. <laughs> let's go football. Toss that pigskin. <laughs> hey, let's all bear down or whatever the fuck. <laughs> no, don't do that. Go Packers. Oh, yeah, pa- pack it in. Pa- pack it. Yeah, pack, pack it, it in. Pack, pack, pack it up. Pack it up. Pack it in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, bye. All right, bye. Bye.